You're listening to the shorter, digest version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, with the Hutton News, the Hot Pit Bit, Commander Flossie and her community goals, Galnet Digest and Buck Naked's Top Trucker. If you want the discussion section and the green room, there's also a longer version of this podcast available. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. In a galaxy where species daily fight for survival, where fortunes are made or lost by the placement of a seismic charge, where empires crumble and pirates prowl, endlessly searching for prey, where the fuelless are rescued and the helpless ganked. Into this battlefield comes a new breed of hero, a band of quiet, unassuming champions, contented to work together towards a common goal, determined to bring happiness to a very special spaniel, seeking no reward other than the companionship of their fellows and the warm feeling that a hold full of void opals can bring. These paragons are the Hutton Truckers, mighty warriors, each clad only in a loincloth that they have fashioned from Thargoid skin, torn from the enemy with their bare hands, brandishing a multi-cannon under each arm, a cheap cheroot in their mouth, standing tall as they stride majestically towards their ship. These are the true guardians. These are the beings that will save humanity. Now, that's all for tonight, children. I'll read another chapter tomorrow. Close your eyes and dream of the truckers as Daddy whispers their battle cry. Are you sitting comfortably? Our mics are live. Good evening, truckers. Harry Balzac sitting on the desk and ready to roll. Um, you are going to wipe that down before you leave the studio, aren't you? Anyway, it's us again with some news. I'm Rudolf Hucker. I'm Nora Snuckers, except when I'm not, and then I'm Flossie. It's all a little confusing, but I'm here. I would have my finger on the pulse, but it's broken, so I've got my eye on things instead. I'm Lou. I'm sitting as far away from the pan as I can, just in case. And now, on with the headlines. Hutton, congratulations, as delivery completed on time. Enthusiastic, gymnastic, fantastic event causes drastic, stochastic, pyroclastic display. Ball polishers descend on bento in preparation. Want to have your cake and eat it? Double trouble as one size fits all. Atrus 5060 shows he won't be defeated. No cursing at the incursions. Hack Swing updates us on their fierce Hutton frontage. Lou's back this week and he's some big boots to fill. Talking of fierce frontages, Norma's got some news on her initiative.
There are many momentous occasions in a commander's life. The first time they launched on their own after their training missions, their first Earth-like discovery, that joy of an elite rank or the smell of a freshly delivered new Lacon. But for one long-standing Hutton commander, he's added a new achievement to his pilot's logbook. Yes, Commander Van announced last night that due to hard work by Mrs. Van over the last nine months, and particularly over the last 24 hours, he was finally handed his second co-pilot in training. Whilst his active involvement in this process may have been a long time ago, he's an old hand at the next stage now, which involves beaming into the camera whilst holding up the new arrival, congratulating his long-suffering flight prevention officer and remembering exactly how bad sleep deprivation actually is at causing mods. Here at Hutton, we're delighted on his behalf and would like to wish the family every congratulations. Oh, and we've heard that Hutton coffee is excellent for keeping you awake on those long nights. Of our four commanders who are traversing the galaxy for a mysterious Raxler-related reason, three came close to a record for the number of simultaneous ship destructions on the surface of a planet this week, when an unfortunate coincidence of timing meant that their interplanetary Ubers all turned up at once. Having landed on a planet earlier that day near Ericsson's star, they all decided to go and stretch their space legs. Or rather, since they don't have any space legs, they decided to pretend it's the 20th century, it's Sunday, and just go for a drive. After spending some little time admiring the various rocks and dust, gawping at just how dark it is out there a long way from civilization, they decided it was time to go back for our tea, and all blew their space dog whistles for their ships. Unfortunately, our space-happy commanders, perhaps a bit overconfident after Graham MK had survived an SRV landing at over 100 metres per second, twice, are much more used to exploring the surface of planets by themselves, so had failed to take into account the terrain, how close the SRVs were to each other, and the cheap AI installed into their ships to control automated landing. The consequence was that three ships tried to land on the same spot, creating a tall, thin, inhuman pyramid, and bathing the surrounded and bathing the surrounding area in the angry glow from interacting shields. After having a word, or rather words, with their ships, mostly short Anglo-Saxon ones, they decided that losing their transport 55,000 light years from home was a silly idea, and that they should do something about it. Commander Bam was issuing tiny little squeaking noises as his hull integrity sank to 50%. Commander Cully was left gasping for breath as he was sandwiched between the stacked anacondas and the planetary surface. With what he thought would be his last breath, he hissed, We found a log entry at... Redacted. In the dry... Brew region. Report back to base. Architect's desk. Remember? Oberon alive. Barren rock and dust planes in all directions. The frame. The frame. It survives. Luckily, the ships were dismissed and then recalled one at a time to the great relief of our intrepid travellers. They who run and fly away live to fly another day. South, in this case. For those of you insane enough and possessing the ridiculous jump range required, Commander Overlight has kindly published a route to Ericsson's star on EDSM. 
We received this transmission for Alvin DeFeer from the advanced scouts party. A second attempt has been made to thwart our plans. They hired thugs at the first target. <clears throat> the hired thugs at the first target failed to scare us off. They only reaffirmed our belief that we were on the right path. While scouting the second site on the ground, someone managed to hack three out of four of our ship's computers in orbit and interfere with the landing computers, as I'm sure you may have seen in the media. Disaster was only averted due to the sacrifice of Commander Guthwine, who managed to regain control of the landing computers as he tumbled down the mountain in his SRV before repurposing it as scrap metal. We believe we have traced the source of this attack to somewhere near Colonia and are going to see what we can uncover in the shadows. They cannot keep this hidden forever. For the mug! With the latest round of Pilots Federation's Vote With Your Feet choices over their latest upgrades over and done with, the clear favourite in the Make Things Go Zoom Boom versus make things go daka daka boom turns out to be the second one yes commanders throughout the galaxy fed up with switching their loadouts between die thargoid and i'm going to boil you up now have only the single choice to make unless of course you count the ammunition they have to load into it yes you now have a choice of clips and we don't mean dopey doggos versus cutesy kittens violently disemboweling their owners Yes, you can arm yourself with a weapon that lets you destroy Tharg the Mightiest Minions and then, as a push of a button, rearm yourself for a little weekend bounty hunting. Of course, you've got to find the materials to make them with. As there's a new weekly bus to Guardian Space, means you can change your mind week in, week out. Here at Hutton, we're a little disappointed that the larger and more destructive munitions weren't chosen as we liked a, a good bang but we do understand that some of the younger commanders don't like taking time for a refresh and reload between sorties. They're just neck a can of something artificial and caffeine filled and get a right back to the job. After a 10 second wait, of course. In preparation for a party the likes of which hasn't been seen since Commander Fletch turned 50, or Ermintrude the Noob celebrated edging over his Kickstarter total for yet another year of shenanigans, the galaxy's foremost ball polishers have descended on the Bento system in preparation for next week's Big Balls delivery. Yes, more balls than you've ever seen are being tightly, carefully and gingerly packed in Hutton Apology Officer approved pirate-proof polystyrene panels after a jolly good spit and polish. With thousands of tons of these shiny mid-year disco balls being produced for the Dusty Bento Balls convoy and summer garden party, the station's full to the brim with balls of all colours and some of many. With this load of balls all prepared, the receiving station gators of the Dewan Dance Dust are grinding their latest party preparation in readiness for a laser-like disco ball and airborne dust combination that's sure to set off any party with a bang. Or it will if the dust is fine enough and there's a source of ignition. Pilot groups including Canon Interstellar, SAP Corps, the Hull Seals, Wolves of Janai and many others are putting the finishing touches to their toughest blockade runners, installing pirate-proof panelling and finalising the ship livery for their wings. 
A delegation from the EDC and Mobius are expected to arrive in the next week, and Commander Kinrain of the good ship Special Effect is bringing his unique flight style to the party. If ships could dad dance, his would be toe-tapping and wagging his elbows with the best of them. Any pilots not yet signed up for the convoy, you can put your rubber duck in touch with Hutton's pig pen and get the latest on the bears in the air, pleating booking forms in triplicate, choosing your handle and giving us a loud 10-4 over the airwaves on the evening. The route is dangerous, the timer is relentless and of course the convoy lead broadcasters are clueless, which should lead to quite an interesting evening. It will be a balls to the wall Balls and all, free-for-all, and everyone's invited. Good evening, truckers. Atrus5060 reporting in with the latest intel from the front lines of the Thargoid attacks. I've got updates from Canon, AXI, and those crazy truckers over at Operation IDA. Or, or is it Operation Ida? I don't know. Last week's incursions in Ordigentia and I can't say that one, it begins with a G, were quickly cleared up by AXI and our very own Hackswing and allowed our valiant anti Xeno pilots to go on successfully to defend Lockipi. Citizens of Lockipi rejoiced, yay, when Hacks and Allies arrived to reinforce the controlling faction EXO's effort, is it EXO? efforts in thwarting the Thargoid attack in their system. However, with this good news, there's always some bad. The other five Eagle Eye systems reported last week are now under incursion by the Bug Menace with local authorities, Aegis and the Pilots Federation pulling a call out to all pilots able to assist in fighting off the attackers. Pilots are needed to evacuate civilians and fight off Thargoids in combat zones across Shokiyine, Apoya, Cretones, Pregyang and Gabia. The Thargoids even managed to sneak in an extra attack. Oh, how sneaky that is! Under the radar in HIP 13173, where Ryman Orbital, I'm sure that used to be a shop, you know, sold staplers, remains on fire now for two weeks, and the Thargoids nowhere to be found for combat pilots to fend them off. Aegis, the useless organisation that it is, had this to say on the matter. It's not our fault, we didn't see it. We keep telling people if you see something, say something. Clearly passing the blame on to independent pilots. Thankfully, Aegis has managed to keep the Eagle Eye Network functioning. Yay! And the boffins over at Canon have determined the new targets for this week to be Dan. Dan? What did he do to deserve that? A Petes? A Basiosaur? bit like a dinosaur, HIP 30045, Thorobalan and Tallet. Keep an eye out for orders from Hackswing, I think they're coming up soon, on where combat pilots should be focusing their efforts this week. Finally truckers, an update from our tracking brethren over at Operation IDA, or maybe even Operation Ida. 
repairs on Fabian Terminal in Bad Bad Zist. I keep having to say that one. Would you hurry up and fix it? Bad Bad Zist. Ikea Orbital. They've got lovely cabinets in Machatqua. Kutcherman City in HIP 16348 and Anderson Orbital in Palanti have been completed. Oh, good. Operation IDA has been repairing stations in the bubble in record time now that supply lines are more plentiful compared to the Pleiades. Well, look at that. There's a great reason for Thargoids to invade here, so it's easy for us to fix it. Lovely. Their new focus will be to bring Gautier de Varenne's settlement, I think it's French, in Camulus back online. All those interested in hauling are asked to get in touch with your local Operation IDA or maybe even your Operation IDA representative to sign up. There's plenty of work out there to be done to fight off and repair the damage from the Thargoids, truckers. Get out there and show them what truckers can do. For the mug. Incoming message from Hackscom. Ours. We seem to be having a little difficulty with our Hexwing report. We will return as soon as possible. Lou, please, can you enlighten us with the next item? Okay. In case you missed it, ladies and gentle truckers, and if you did, you're probably not the trucker who listens to this show, so obviously didn't. But just in case you did. We have taken Hagholm. Yes, indeed, all of our efforts have been rewarded, with scores of truckers banging away at missions, the hordes of truckers pumping back and forth with passengers, the swathes of truckers whose throbbing weaponry bought billions of bounty drops, even the handful of sneaky truckers slipping quietly, uninvited, in through the back door with smuggled goods. All of you have given every last drop, until the election reached that climactic moment when Messerschmitt was ours, and we could finally unleash a torrent of expiration data into Haghole and thrust ahead, leaving Alvin standing proud, tail wagging imperiously over the new system. Fantastic work, truckers. We salute you all. Elsewhere, you know the drill. We are generally sitting comfortably with the exception of Leeton 145-141, Wise 0845-0714 and LP 525-39 who all need dragging down a percent or two. There are rumours of an attack in Colonia but with Eel Procol Centauri approaching 60% and in boom and outbreak at the same time we would advise a watching brief and keep in touch with King Hankey if you have data or bounties to drop. Truck those meds to clear the outbreak and settle things down. We have two important tasks for you truckers this week. Firstly, the EDF have muscled in on AVIC. They are aware this is not to be tolerated and have agreed not to fight their current war. But if you want to nip over and make damn sure they don't win it <coughs> by accident, then please fight for the independence of Mildep 2. But be aware there is only a single outpost with no repair facilities in the system. Sadly, sorry, secondly, we need to drop hot and boost independent AVIC free in Pisslabs. 
as it's not enough that the amazing Commander Lenin has his own station, it needs to be a trucker station. So we are going to take it and place Alvin's statue in its rightful place at the centre of the docking bay and kick out those hideous updasts. Oh, and we have an urgent mission update from King Hanky. Okay, the Colonia report. System status. We are down 0.7% at 16.2% in tier, up 1.3% at 37.7% in Doriso, and pretty much level at 56.5% in Eel Procol Centauri. The priority missions are medical missions and medical passenger missions in Eel Procol Centauri. Standard missions, bounty hunting in Eel Procol Centauri or Doriso and handing in at Eel Procol Centauri. As always, buy low and sell high if you're trading and this time buy medicines in Ogmar and Tia to kick that outbreak out of the window. Expiration can be cast in at Eol Procol Centauri, but please do check in with King Hanky first, just in case. Special instructions have arrived. Any accidental killings <coughs> of like deer of Colonia ships will help, and Alvin has assured us he will turn a blind eye. Get to it, truckers, and for the mug. Norma, I think I got overexcited there. Can you take over while I go for a lie down? The first interstellar initiative, Bridging the Gap, has concluded with conflicts in the region now subsiding as the Victor Zendi partners takes back control of the system and the guardian commodities within. As part of Zendi partners' pledge to develop a new weapons module, they've finished developing the advanced multi-cannon, which is now available in outfitting at the Prospect. More on this later. And now, the Hatswing report has been retrieved from the paper shredder. Incoming message from Haxcom. Evacuation. Hours ago, Haxcom HQ was attacked on Revan Hub in Frigiang. We are moving our mobile HQ to the nearby Pilots Federation rescue ship. Passenger ships are needed to ferry civilian survivors to safety, so if you can, please head over to Revan Hub and help out. As far as AX combat operations, we're starting right here. Hackswing will operate in Frigiang and kick the Tharg out like we've done so many weeks before. After that is accomplished, we'll be heading to the Eagle Eye 5 target system for Oalon. We'll hunt down the bugs scouting out that system and convince Tharg once again it isn't worth his time. If you need tips on AX combat, be sure to ask in the Hutton Facebook or Discord, or head over to the Hackswing Facebook group. Don't forget that Tharg loses interest in a system when the snack tin is empty, so ferrying evacuees to rescue ships also helps out. Okay, truckers, let's mount up, fight hard, ferry money, and defend the mug. And Axcom transmission. Defend the mug. Gemini, you are going on a long journey. Your noxious farts will lay you low over the course of the day. You will get an offer of promotion when you are halfway through your journey. Take this. We don't need your smelly farts on Hutton Orbital.
here. Oh, we've got the convoy. This is going great guns. We've got um, more wings signing up every single day, more groups coming to join us. Um, we've got more people on the Xbox than we've ever had. So the previous convoys we've had have been sort of a, a PC thing where we, we've uh, got lots of commanders together on, on the PCs and then the Xbox people have been jealous and muttering into their mugs. But this year, I think the Xbox contingent are going to be giving the PC lot a run for their money in terms of number of people turning up and wings. So it's actually being, uh, was originally originated, I think, by some of the Xbox team, the idea to run this one again. And they commandeered Commander Claire Helen to lend a hand and me to lend a hand. And yeah, we've been promoting it lots, getting wings together, getting ships together, telling people that there's going to be a plan, but we're not telling them what it is just yet. Just arrive at Bento with lots of balls. There you go. <laughs> Oh, a yeah. message from Commander Drax, well, apparently they're going to Fantasticon, and Simons, and and more people. Anyway, so yes, the convoy. Now, we, excuse me, talked about it for a few weeks. Now, um, Palantir, you didn't do a convoy yet, did you? No, I did not. I am very much looking forward to this one. Okay, so let me paint you a picture. So what happens on the Saturday is we all turn up um, in, well, not necessarily in open. It, we, we prefer to do it in open. At least the convoy lead turn up in open in wings. So what we're going to do during this week is put two people together in wings that aren't in wings. We're going to introduce you to each other. We're going to get you all on your friends lists. And we all turn up under the station guns loaded to the brim with balls and then commander psycho cow who said he's going to be present and i will be in one wing on the um the pc contingent we're going to have um a wing leader we're going to nominate a wing leader but there's going to be a wing leader for the uh, xbox lot as well <clears throat> and hopefully we're going to have the xbox chit chat in here so that they can hear us and we can hear them and then we do a countdown from 10 and then we fly for the mug and then um, we head to the first destination on the hint of go and then everybody realizes they're mass locked and then we fly out to the right dis distance and then we jump because we all forgot we were mass locked and we arrive at the first system and we hit the three minute timer and you've got three minutes to scoop get clear type in your next destination, which we will call out live on air. We'll broadcast in system chat, because the system chat's a new thing we didn't have last time. So people will be pasting it into the system chat so everybody can see it, regardless of what mode they're in. So you find your next destination, you scoop, you get clear, you dodge the pirates. Now, there might be pirates chasing us here, the, the NPCs after that juicy cargo, and you start hearing commanders saying, help, help, I'm being interdicted, at which point combat wings come in and stuff happens, and we've all got to get out of there. But the lead of the convoy carries on. So at the end of the three minutes, we hit three, two, one, jump, and everybody jumps, and we leave behind anybody who's having trouble, because the convoy goes on regardless, and they have to catch up. When you arrive at the next system, you scoop again, and you evade the pirates, and then you count down your three-minute timer, you type in the next one, and we do that for 22 jumps, losing people all the way. We always do lose a few. I mean, last one, we lost the convoy leader, Ed Lewis. After about four or five jumps, when somebody jumped in, blew him to bits, and then he had um, the convoy went on without him. He had to go to a nearby station to buy something else to offer the pirates. I think he bought wine, and then came back with a cargo load of wine to rejoin the convoy. And we carry on to the destination, see how many of us survive and how many balls we can get to our destination uh, whilst under fire. And then we unload at the far end. Now, it is a small station at the far end, so we have to do some reverse teabagging at the far end. Do not Google, Flossie, reverse teabagging, please. <laughs> it will not end well, and your internet service provider may report you to the police. Mm-hmm. 
Don't tell. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell us. Yeah, okay. Reverse teabagging, which which involves, uh, yes, dropping the staff, rather than loading up by getting people to bring it in for you, you drop your staff, they scoop it, then they take it and drop it off for you, and then you get your wing vouchers. Now, we're going to be stopping at around the halfway stage for the hull seals, who are a bit like the fuel rats, but they do repairs as well as... Um, refuels i think we've got a few fuel rats with us um, but we've also got the hull seals they're the official rescue rescue party so we're dropping in halfway so anybody who's stuffed it into a star or taken some damage can get a repair and a bit of a refuel halfway now yes i know you could jump off to a station on route somewhere and repair yourself but it's not as much fun that way so it's much more fun to do sort of combat repairs over at our refuel point We'll take twice as long as that one, so we'll take probably six minutes there. Everybody gets refueled, you take a breather, you top up your drinks, and then you head on to the final destination. Now, important notes. Um, things that um, happen. Are we going to come under attack? Probably. Should I bring my most expensive ship that I can't afford to replace? No, that would be silly. Um, are horrible, insert G word, other pilots going to be with it? Well, they might be there, but the point is we start in the knowledge that people are probably going to try and nick our balls. And if you don't want people to nick your balls, then you can do it in private groups or solo. Um, the other questions are, um, uh, yes, about fuel loads and things. Are there anything unscoopable en route? Well, you never know. The route planners are dastardly. Are we crossing anarchies? Probably. Are there any Thargoids? Probably not. And then we that get to we the know end. Of. No, we know of, yes. I mean, you never know. They might decide to invade one of the systems on our route while we're there. Yeah, so basically, for the 22-odd jumps, we just jump, have fun, talk about it on TeamSpeak. So how we're coordinating this, what we're going to have is in this TeamSpeak here, probably in the live broadcast room or maybe a special wing room, we're going to have the convoy lead and broadcasters, which will be Commander Psychocow and me and the wing leaders. Um, so we're not going to have everybody in one room because that gets a bit leery. We're going to have the wing leaders in here and we're going to say to them, right, you know, gold leader and say gold leader standing by, red leader, red leader standing by, you know, uh, rampant rabbit, rampant rabbit, jumping all over the place, whatever. And um, we're going to call in with the wings. And then if they need to drop out to a wing room, and you'll actually see in this team speak for those of you in here in the green room, if you look through the glass, there are rooms for wings. So if they need to leave the room and go down to their wing to help out with stuff, they can do. There is actually going to be a room dedicated to repairs and refueling, where there is going to be an itinerant hull seal, hopefully, who you can run into there and go, help, I'm broken, fix me. And they have a procedure. And they will come and find you and fix you. <clears throat> and then you can rejoin the convoy. So we've done this before and it's all well organised. Now the, the Xbox people, we're going to have a liaison officer who's going to be, apparently, I've never done this on Xbox, but apparently there's a, a chat, like a voice chat thing. Flossie, you're, you're an Xboxy person. Mm. There, there's a voice chat, isn't there, that they can chat on as well as this team speak. I believe so, yes. I've never yeah. actually managed it yet. <laughs> so they're all going to be in each other's friends lists and trying to organise that before the convoy starts so they can talk to each other. There'll be a liaison officer, hopefully, who can hear the team speak as well, who can liaise with them. And we're going to have the um, green room feed going to a room which contains the chit-chat feed to them so they can hear the convoy lead from us. But your worst case, you can tune into Hutton Orbital Radio, which you're hopefully tuned into at the moment, unless you're listening on podcast, in which case you missed it and it's now Sunday. <clears throat> but um, yes, you can listen live and you'll be a, you know, a few seconds behind. I think it's about 20 seconds behind, isn't it, Mr. Ventura? Yes. 
Okay, so you'll be about 20 seconds behind, which means the convoy will jump and then you'll be left to the mercy of the pirates if you're just listening on the radio. But you can listen on the radio station and you can watch the broadcast and the convoy lead on tv.forthemug.com. We are hoping to have quite a few streamers going, so the remote control is going to be programmed with many, many people on the streams. Um, Watch out for pirates. So there you go, Mr. Palantir. I feel myself completely briefed now. Did you take notes? Yes, I uh, C sharp and F. Excellent. Right. Now, there is a question, but but um, how are we going to get the route? So what we're going to do, to select individuals, like wing leaders, we're going to release the route next Thursday. So during the show, we're actually going to release the route to the wing leaders as best we can. So they've got time to get ready and look at the route. The reason we release it so late is so that none of them can sell it to the pirates. So they can't ambush us. They know where we're starting. They know where we're going. But the route in between is is secret up till next Thursday. Well, that's there's not enough time to plan anything in between there, surely. No, definitely no ambushes or anything. Do you not get them. To so the, yes, you. Do you not get them to say oh, go ahead. NDA? No. Oh, that they don't work, as has been proven on on the frontier forums <laughs> in the last few weeks. <clears throat> Leaks happen. Not that we talk about. They do like at that. my age. Yeah, Tenor <laughs> yes. Man's a great product. Um, so I've heard, sorry. Um, right, so th- th- there's the convoy. Now, Flossie's done a convoy before. Yes. And um, did you get blown up? Um, I did. I did crash, I think. Um, I-, I think that was the reversing into a star incident after the first <laughs> jump, wasn't it? <laughs> I was new at fuel scooping on the first convoy. I've never fuel scooped before. <laughs> yeah, these days you are the expert, not just an expert, the expert. <laughs> Uh, and sorry, at, at fuel scooping, not at reversing into stars. Uh, well, yes, I quite got uh, fairly good at it now. Yes. <laughs> and um, Commander Deadmeat, did you do the? You did the convoy. You did one of them, but not both. Yeah, just the one. Okay, and, and um, you might might be joining us. Or did might be joining us, and in what kind of ship? I haven't even selected my ship yet, but I will be joining you. Well, there is a fourth space in the lead wing. I mean, you might as well paint a target on your backside if you join us, because we're going to be stream sniped and everything else, but we're going to be trying to survive it. I think we've got um, PBSF Ragnarok also is now available on PC and, and has volunteered to join the um, the broadcast wing with Coward Me. So I have a fourth space. I don't have wing yet. Uh, Flossie's not going. Oh, no, Flossie, we've volunteered you. You are going to be with Commander Kinrain and our very Am own I? pillbox. Yes. Oh, right. If you don't mind. <laughs> no. But yes, don't I believe Flossie is making a third with, with Kinrain and Pillbox. Right. Which means they are as safe as houses now. Apparently Kinrain's <laughs> going armed and Pillbox has his asp in gear. So yes, um, so there you go. Well, well volunteered Flossie to look after Kinrain, who's been engineering apparently. All right, good. So if, if you are... Now, if you're listening in and your name is Commander Wotherspoon, for instance, and you're out in the middle of nowhere exploring does anybody have an idea how somebody out on distant worlds lost could possibly get involved something beginning with m i just explode and come back oh no you can't do that no well so, we heard that I multi-crew think... slots will be available so what we may be doing for one or two of the people who aren't in wings is volunteering them as multi-crew capable at which point we're going to open it up to people out on distant worlds 2 I think I think Commander Drake Duran was possibly um, possibly suggesting 
Now, was it Drake Duran who was saying I might or might not be back? I can't remember. But somebody was saying they might not be back. So, yes, we're going to be opening up one or two of the orphans in there um, to be multi-crew capable. Uh, which means somebody else can pay attention to the route while they do the flying and we can see how that goes so even if you can't be back then you can always sign up and when it says ship name just put the word multi-crew in there and we can find you a multi-crew slot so you can come and join in the convoy while somebody else does all the hard work and flying so there you go and then when they die you don't Yes, we die so you don't yeah um but of course yes if you get kicked from the multi-crew then you can always join another multi-crew uh, we will publish a list of names, and you can get them on your friends' lists, and the, the wing chat rooms will be full of people saying, oh, I've blown up, can I join someone's crew? So if you blow up and you can't be bothered to go on anymore, you could always jump in somebody else's crew to help defend them and their balls. Save their balls. Right, um, there are prizes. Now, Hutton prizes like mugs. Now, we, we know there has been a mug blockage in Cubicle 3 recently, and Commander Cow and uh, Mr. Shouty and I are going to be getting together over the weekend and looking at the backlog of blocked mugs. Um, I think there are two or three we need to send, but yes, there will be some more Hutton mugs available. Now, that does not mean everybody who takes part gets a mug, because that's just silly. What we're going to do is we're going to look at the commanders who bring mugs to the destination and we're going to put everybody who successfully delivers mugs whether it's part of a wing or on their own at the destination uh, into a big hat and then we're going to draw out some prizes for those who successfully do it there will be some prizes for honorable piracy as well um the dastardly don antonacci himself has insisted that we put up a prize for honorable piracy which involves stealing things without blowing people up and we'll be looking for proof from a couple of pirates to give a pirate award out and of course there's always a top trucker award for the most truckerly behavior which what is that is good. Yes. yeah we'll determine at the time but somebody who epitomizes what being a hutton trucker actually is on the day is that incompetent flying banging on your cockpit dashboard and screaming rude words um, no, no, no. That's that's carrying on regardless, I think. It might be on fire around you, it might be all going wrong, but you, you still do the do in wings. Ah! Commander Deathlock here. Keep listening to Hutton Orbital Radio. It'll keep you distracted so I can steal your cargo. Ah! Deathlock! new regular thing we've been doing i look down on him because he slows down at seven seconds out from a target i use gravity braking i look up to the elite pilot because his journey may be quicker than mine but i look down on the harmless pilot because he uses super cruise assist i slow down at seven seconds from my target i am a competent pilot I know my place. I use supercruise assist because I'm just learning. I drill fast, but sometimes need a shoop of lame. So then I look up to the competent pilot. I look up to the elite pilot because although he often misses his target, he is adventurous. But I am more adventurous than a harmless pilot, so I still look down on him. I know my place. I look up to them. But while I have a little assistance, I've never crashed into planet, let alone done shoop of lame. Had I inclination, I could look down on them both. 
but I don't. We all know our place, but what do we get out of it? I get a sense of superiority because I can count to seven, but a sense of inferiority because I'm slower to get there. I get a sense of enormous superiority because I can avoid expensive rebuys before I've had the opportunity to earn much money. I get a pain in the joystick from pulling back too hard. Have you ever noticed that the elite all sound like Brits? Maybe we just sound right. Thank you, Mary. We're more focused. More precise. Always one light year ahead. With a certain style, an eye for detail. And we're obsessed by power. A stiff upper lip is key. And we all drive Ferdelances. Oh yes, it's good to be bad. When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is. Then you can get involved with this. You should listen to what Flossie says. Interstellar initiatives. Flossie tells us what she thinks it is. Then you Hello, Flossie here with this week's what used to be the CGAs is now called uh, Interstellar Initiatives, that's right, news. Um, Zemdi partners claim victory. The conflict in the Sinu for NHD 1196 system has ended, with Zemdi partners resisting an expansion attempt from Segnan Exchange. Zendi Partner CEO Freya Tain made the following declaration. With the support of the galactic community, my company has withstood the violent raids instigated by our rivals. Zendi Partners will manage both outposts in the system and the megaship transport service will continue operating on a weekly basis from Zendi. I am also proud to announce that we have begun manufacture of our new advanced multi-cannon at the Prospect, using recently acquired Guardian materials. In a subdued response, Cedric Stone stated the following. Segnan Exchange has decided to withdraw from Sinuf ENH D1196 and focus our resources on previously established operations. While this setback has interfered with our research and development schedule, we will learn from this experience and continue to grow as a company. Pilots who participated in the conflict can now collect rewards from Sinio 3 nh D1196 system.
Supporters of Zendi Partners must journey to the prospect, while supporters of Segna Exchange should all should visit Indigo Dock. So, what's next for Zendi? Zendi Partners will continue their operations in the system of Sinuf ENH D1196 with their megaship ferries, the Conduit and Saddler's Song, jumping between the system and Zendi every weekly server tick, Thursdays at 6am, uh, 6 UTC. Commanders in the area will also continue to encounter various USSs, allowing them to gather guardian materials and commodities by salvaging or pirating, as opposed to gathering goods from the ground. The next interstellar initiative, the Enclave, will commence in July, and more details of what commanders can expect from it will be revealed in the next few weeks. Meanwhile, there are plans for some player group CGs, and the first of these will be next week. And that's this week's Interstellar Initiatives news. Flossie told you what to do. Shield at 14%. Thanks for the warning. But I can read. Space. These guys are going to gank me. Incoming communication. Open a channel. Feeble pilot, you will surrender your craft to us or face destruction. Well, I could, but there's at least one thing my craft does better than yours. Oh yeah? What's that? Break. Now I've got you. One down, one to go. Alert. Is equal alarm. Requires rescue. Somebody else's problem. Incoming communication. Go on then, keep him coming. That was my brother, you son of a spacer. And his bounty will be very useful. Look, there's two ways this can go. So how about we call a truce so I can pick up his pot? Um, how about no? Alert, escape pod alarm. A commander requires rescue. Yeah, yeah. They can keep each other company until some other sucker comes through. One more bounty in the bank. Good. Updating Elite Federation of Pilots record. Your combat rating has increased to below average. <laughs> well, don't let my official record fool you. Congratulations, Commander Thane. Find out more information about Escape Velocity at laveradio.com forward slash escape velocity. You can back Chris in his Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash radio theatre workshop. News Digest, 30th of May 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the megaship that wasn't there. Multi-cannon beats the missiles. Zende offers unique multi-role weapon. Commander demonstrates devalued rankings. The megaship that wasn't there. 
commanders have reported a problem with the weekly Zende megaship service. At the end of the quest for Guardian technology, many commanders caught the megaship back to the bubble. They'd heard that there was a conflict brewing between Zende partners and Segnan Exchange, and they wanted to bring out their combat ships ready to help out. They went home, switched to their combat ships, and headed back to the bus stop in Zende. But when they asked when the next megaship was due to depart, they were told that it wouldn't be departing for another week. By that time, the combat would be over, and the winner would be announced. So perhaps those E-rated frameshift drives weren't such a good idea, after all. Zende Partners has put out a press statement explaining that one megaship per week is all the route can sustain, and that unless the council would like to subsidise the route, one service per week is all you're going to get. Multicannon beats the missiles. The battle between Segnan Exchange and Zende Partners in the Sinuf EN-HD11-96 system is over, and the consequence is that the much-requested advanced missile rack has been locked forever out of use. Segnan Exchange, which had championed the missile rack, was resoundingly beaten by the forces rallied behind Zende Partners, proponents of the advanced multi-cannon. In the light of their defeat, Segnan Exchange has chosen to abandon the system, together with all hopes of creating their advanced missile rack. Zende Partners now control both outposts in the system and will continue to operate the weekly megaship service from Zende. Independent experts have reported that the missile rack was the superior weapon. However, we shall never get the chance to find out. Zende offers unique multi-role weapon. The advanced missile launcher may have been shelved, but the first ever non-experimental anti-Xeno-capable weapon is available to purchase now direct from Zende Partners. The new multi-cannon allows synthesised ammunition using Guardian materials, which will increase the weapon's effectiveness against Thargoid targets, and offers a number of advantages over experimental weaponry. It does not occupy an experimental weapon slot. It can be engineered for increased effectiveness. It does not require unlocking. You can buy it straight from the station outfitting. You can use it to shoot at other commanders, as well as Thargoids. The cannon comes in small and medium versions and is in fixed mount only. In addition to stations controlled by Zende Partners, it can be purchased from a select group of stations that offer all modules, including Jameson Memorial. Commander demonstrates devalued rankings. Well-known pillar of the galactic community, Commander Exegius, has organised an event to demonstrate the devalued state of the current Pilots' Federation rankings. Where once it took months of hard work and practice to attain the ultimate accolade of an elite ranking, Exegius has demonstrated that it's possible for a brand new Pilots' Federation member to rise to elite in less than 12 hours. And he's calling for other new commanders to set out to try to beat his record. The so-called official elite ranking speedrun hopes to clock commanders achieving one of the elite rankings in as little as nine hours. This means a commander could start flying at midnight, attain an elite ranking, and fly to Jameson Memorial in time for breakfast. 
and to buy some of the new advanced multi-cannon. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Are you a Hutton widow? Does your significant other spend all their time on the road? Have your children forgotten what one of their parents looks like? Does their flight suit come home stained and filthy? Join us on Hutton Widows Net for mutual support. Truckers, this old buck naked spokesman for Lacon Spaceways back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. Now, how do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself relatively pain free by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Com. Almost as pain-free as, well, writing my last child support check. I sure hate to see the money go, but damn glad I get to spend it on the kids how I wish now. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them bullfrogs down by the creek, Commander Short Engineer 78 took the lead with 100,610 light years jumped. And right on his tail was his wife with her honeydew list. Take it from old Buck, Commander. You can't run from that forever. Tearing up the Don's dastardly desperados for the second week in a row is Commander Texas Stu with 38.8 million credits earned and accounted for. Keep up the good work. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Drake Duran with 553 mission points earned. Some say he used to be a musician in a former life. Wonder what he'd have called his band. Maybe Duran Duran or Mr. Drake. Hauling cargo like a hut trucker ought to. Commander Rod UW transported and sold just about 63,000 tons this week. I hear tell he ain't stopped for a bathroom break either. 
so he's hauling some bio waste in his flight suit too. Driving the Hutton high speed rail this week, Commander Drake Duran hauled 15,262 passengers around the galaxy and got his name mentioned twice in one show. Now, make sure you go watch his band. Now, if you remember, we have a new challenge set forth by Commander FTM Mustang. It's open season on Thargoids, and you don't even need a license or tags for it. So, if you're into fumigating a few bugs, fire up that ship and get to Thargoid hunting. So our top Thargoid killer this week is Commander Lydia of the Void, with 306 bugs squished. But our current leaders remain the same at last week as last week, with Commander Zane Till at 5,115 destroyed, Commander Ed Hunter with 4,263 splattered, and Commander Wingnut English with 4,068 fumigated. First one to 10,000 kills is the winner, and the prize is definitely worth fighting for. If you want to see it, it's on our Facebook page. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Lithobreaker in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 9 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of May was done by Commander Malice XR3 in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 56 seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy personally inspected by me but naked <laughs> you, you find that empty tequila bottle and you know I've taken her for a spin ladies and gentlemen that's the end of the show everybody's buggered off now so why don't you bugger off too? I'm Mr. Dusty Give me your trash. Later.